The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Well, hello. It is uh, Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Got to see quite a few of you the other night at the Baylor Line Foundation Hall of Fame Awards Ceremony. And uh, love seeing everybody. I've kind of made that an annual event. Went last year um, and uh, went this year. And Aaron, this year was a little different because my great-grandparents and the name that was passed down, the Hendricks and the Mosleys, um, were inducted into the Baylor Hall of Fame, which um, basically the Baylor Line Hall, which uh, the award is called the First Families Award. And, Aaron, it was, um, as you might imagine, there were several dignitaries there. Robert Griffin III was honored. Wish Robert had have stopped by town, but he just had a baby, or his wife just had a baby. And uh, we uh, did not get to see Robert. But there were several other uh, dignitaries, one of which will be on with us at 420 today. Excited about that. Uh, but, uh, Aaron, it was uh, as, like, the great Grant Taff got up and spoke after receiving an award and um i mean like theologians ma- the mayor of waco dylan meek i mean these were very meaningful comments suddenly aaron the the, the jokes that i jotted down for my little acceptance speech didn't seem as appropriate so i kind of started having to <laughs> edit on the fly because um, i thought man i need to be somewhat serious and on top of that they did this really nice intro Aaron, uh, Pat Nunley did it in uh, the voice, uh, well, the analyst for the Bears uh, right there with John Morris. He emceed the event, did a beautiful job. But Aaron, he he said all this really cool stuff about my family. But as he was doing the nice intro, you know, I was thinking, wait, this is the stuff I was going to say about my family. <laughs> what, what What's <laughs> happening here? Uh, but God, Pat is a regal Aaron, you've seen Pat in person, haven't you? You've probably been around Pat. I mean, just this, oh, yeah. just a really regal-looking gentleman. Got great hair. And then Alan Holt, the executive director of the Baylor Line Foundation. And then uh, President Livingstone received an award. Now, Aaron, well, it was great. I got to see her, Mosley and, uh, and President Livingstone, hanging out at the VIP pre-reception. And... She comes over, we have a good visit, and then she starts checking her phone because she's trying to get the score of the women's game. I love that about her. You know, the minute, obviously, they had been at the men's game. They went over there to try to celebrate the, the senior day for the women, and then they came over to the VIP reception. Aaron, it was the Baylor Line Foundation. Just such a neat deal. And the president gave got up and gave a really nice speech. It just the whole thing. Uh, the 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 uh, dean of Truett Seminary got up to and announce uh, or accept on behalf of one of the uh, folks that was honored. I think that was Dr. Joel Gregory. Uh, but Aaron, I'll see. There, I can tell you and probably most of our audience would like to hear 
the Matt Mosley speech that was given in front of, oh, Aaron, oh my gosh, I looked out there like four or 500 people there. I thought, oh, goodness, you know, at least with radio, Aaron, I mean, it may be thousands upon thousands of people out there based on our text messages and our ratings, but, you know, we can't see them really. So you just kind of talk, you don't really think about it. But when you're standing up there and you got like 500 people sitting out there, it's like, whoa, whoa, this is interesting. So anyway, uh, Aaron, I tried to represent us the best we could. And then Pat Nunley gave a little plug for the station, said you can hear Mosley weekdays, four to six, the Matt Mosley show. And um, and I thought that was kind of nice to do that. So Aaron, if we if we have even more people on the text toy or the text line today, the CNC Collision Center text line. I'm sorry, text toy is what I called it in Dallas for ten years. But uh, the text line, if you would like to take a, uh, if you want to, you know, if you were there the other night or want to jump in, uh, I'll, uh, and I'll try to get that speech. Uh, Alan was going to put some of that out on social media, and uh, that'll be good. I keep checking their Facebook page to see what we've put out there. Aaron Allen has to, you know, he was there. He was probably over at the, the executive director of the Baylor Lyme Foundation, sits right behind, like where Fran Fraschilla sits, right behind the TV. And I always, when I'm up in the media area, I can look down there and see Allen getting after the officials. I mean, and again, this is a very, he went to school with John Morris. He did all the, the he's got a very melodious voice. He was uh, had a radio uh, journalism background himself. But, man, he during those games, the journalism hat, if he ever wore one, comes off. And the fan in him takes over. And he gets after the officials. I love to see it. I love to see it. Aaron, are we, uh, have you recovered from a tough day for Baylor Athletics? <laughs> I mean, that was not. <laughs> it was brutal. That was not fun. No, it was. I mean, the men just got wiped out. And then the women, you know, I was. I was, you know, had to be, I was preoccupied with being honored, apart with the Hendricks and the Mosleys and my cousin Lisa, my dad, John, my mom, Marilyn, uh, my sister, Mandy, Joseph, they're in London right now, so they can't really hear if I'm praising them or not. Aaron, I was worried that my family thought I was receiving too much of the recognition. I know you think, you, you laugh <laughs> about that and think Mosley would never worry about that, but I did. I actually did. Because it, it, for a while, they kept announcing it's the Matt Mosley family award or something. And I'm like, no, that's not. I mean, it's like, I do have a family, but it's the wider group. So on the big plaque, it says Hendricks Mosley family. All right. My dad brought the Mosleys in, and then they married in, um, well, right around, golly, 1969, I guess it was. And uh, and then, yeah, the Mosley name got involved with the Hendrixes and the Powells. Aaron, I didn't get into that, but I think the Powell family had some, like, turn-of-the-century type folks. Like my great-grandfather, when he arrived in 1914, I think there were already – we already had family on the ground at Baylor. So, anyway, it was, uh, it was quite a night. Now, Aaron, while all this was happening – and I don't want to, because Friday I got so excited about La Vega. And so I wanted to come back on here and update everybody on what happened. And, of course, uh, this morning Coach Willis was on game time with Tom Barfield, Ryan Fox, and, of course, Ward Whites. So that was awesome. 
But La Vega got it done. And I, I knew they would. But you got to, you know, after an emotional win like they had against Glen Rose, it's not, that's not easy to turn around and get it done. And Aaron, they locked down. There's a great player for Sunnyvale. And Sunnyvale, her, her name is Micah Russell. And Jaden um, Eigelhart and, and, and then Andre, uh, Andrea Johnson, they, they went to work on her. And they, she had scored 28 points in the semifinal win over Bernie. Aaron, you remember Bernie? Didn't, some, didn't Bernie knock out one of our teams? We were mad at Bernie for something here recently. But Russell... She made 17 of 13 field goals and nailed five three-pointers in the previous game. But with Eagle, you think it's, I'll, I'll find out for sure. Eaglehart and Johnson, Ward will know. Eaglehart and Johnson, Aaron, held her to three of 21 shooting and one of 12 from three-point range. That's it, man. That's it. That's the kind of defense we're wanting from both the Baylor men and the Baylor women. And they play it at times. But La Vega has shown us the way. Uh, Aaron, our game, here's the, uh, here's the quote here from, uh, from uh, Coach Willis. Our game plan was to shut her down and face guard her the whole entire night. Jaden Iglehart had the responsibility at the beginning. When we subbed, we put Johnson on her. Dre and Jaden, they did a great job. Aaron, were you kind of, I mean, I'm trying to think. Boy, you had a lot on your plate Saturday, I'm sure. When you found out the La Vega victory, were you were you running that game, or did you hear that remotely? What did you? What was your reaction? Did you give it a little fist pump? I did. did. You, yeah. Were you at the studio, or were you at the house? I was listening. Uh, actually, most of it in my car, and then Ooh, some at the house. Nice. I was uh, leaving after the Baylor women's game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Aaron, how'd that go? Don't answer that. Uh, La <laughs> <That's>, Vega. <laughs> same as the Baylor men, which I ran also. So, But it was a nice palate cleanser for the La Vega girls to win state at the end of this. Like you said, kind of a, a kind of a disappointing Saturday. Yeah, I would say. Other than, Aaron, the Hendricks-Mosley family being inducted. Boy, by the way, 420 another uh dignitary I, I i say that like i'm one but like with grant taff um president livingstone dr joel gregory robert griffin the third dylan meek oh darren aaron just tells me oh, i love this ward whites you know i i love friday's call and and i was i uh, because of this event Saturday, I couldn't be quite as dialed in to the La Vega Lady Pirate basketball. But Ward Whites was in San Antonio calling the action. And, uh, and, and we talked about Parr is her last name. I love Isla Key. I kind of like to call her Key. I love Parr. I like how she plays. She scored nine points in the game. She didn't have one of her big scoring games, but she had like seven assists, five rebounds couple of steals she's so good great all-around player and um and i'll tell you what you got to hand it to sunnyvale because they were down 11 to nothing uh la vega put the put them in a chokehold early and then they kind of kept they kind of got back in the game and they got to within three points in fact they had it to 39 35 
with about three minutes left in the game. So good on Sunnyville for battling. Aaron, let's hear a little bit of uh, Ward White's. This was on Star 104.9. We were running a lot of our Lady uh, Pirate basketball during the playoffs. Let's hear Ward White's uh, call on the uh, on the Lady Pirates winning the state title. Off the iron, no good. And the La Vega Lady Pirates are your 2022-2023 4A state champions. Your final score from the Alamo Dome, La Vega 46 and Sunnyvale 38. Love the excitement. Love the cheers in the background. I'd like to talk to Ward about, like, where he was. You know, was he was it a courtside situation? Has the UIL done, like, what Brett Yormark has done and just told all the media to go kick rocks? I kind of want to see, wanted to see what Ward's vantage point exactly was like. Ward is really good at play-by-play. And he just has a, a sense of the moment. And by the way, it's not easy. You don't you don't see a lot of former coaches go into play by play. I mean, it's just not. First of all, they're used to hollering and losing their voice, and they may be good analysts, but generally, you're not going to have a coach make it as a play by play person. Ward is the exception, and uh, Ward um, Ward went down to San Antonio and did a really nice job. As you heard, Aaron, let's um, let's remember. I want to play that in the five o'clock hour. All right, as we as we gather all our people driving home tonight, we we uh, and and I'm looking again here to see if I've received any updates. We do have who do we have here. Um, we're we're going to have to kind of keep this fluid a little bit. We're probably going to have Scott Drew at some point in the five o'clock hour. But Scott is, you know, he's got practice. He's getting ready for the tournament. He's got a lot on his plate. So that may have to be one we do a little bit on the fly. But um, And then I wanted to say tomorrow we're going to have – Aaron, should I keep this to myself? Is this going to tip off our, <laughs> our, our internet I don't connection? Think we have to, I don't think we have to worry about it with Coach Stang. You don't think he'll? You, I don't know. They'll, they'll try. They'll try. They have always have their little, the, you know, the kind of their researchers listening. What's Mosley up to? What's Mosley? I like them. You know, I don't even. I, they're all mad at me, but I still like them. Um, Jerome Tang, the Big Twelve Coach of the Year, joins us tomorrow at five o'clock. Aaron Jerome wants me to remind him tomorrow. Will you remind me to remind him? <laughs> would you mind <laughs> i uh I, jerome and i both need reminders but jerome tang that's big that's big big 12 coach of the year now we'll get you word we'll get some word on uh on all of that and uh wow that is uh that is really cool i was just sitting here hearing from uh Alan Holt loved the Baylor Line Foundation. What an event. And that was so much fun. The hors d'oeuvres were good, Aaron. Pre-game, they had some lobster, had some lobster rolls, had some, like, sort of chicken skewers with some bacon involved. And um, just a really nice, you know, and I was a little worried about speaking, Aaron. I didn't want to, you know, you don't want to, it's kind of like Frank Fallon never, he never ate any meals before his his broadcast. You know, you don't want to have stomach trouble if you're sitting there doing a broadcast. And um, 
But you know me, Aaron, if there's a lobster roll to be had, I'm just grabbing the lobster roll. All right, next we will have one of the main honorees, big-time dignitary, David Lacey. One of the, uh, comes from one of the great banking families in the state of Texas and uh, was given a huge award the other night. Let's talk to uh, David Lacey. Let's do it next. Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac Waco is owned and operated by Proud Central Texans. To learn more about the dealership, visit richardcarr.com. And your ESPN Central Texas forecast brought to you by Richard Carr. Another gorgeous day. Mostly sunny and warm this afternoon. Tonight, clear skies and cool with an overnight low near 55. Currently sunny and 80 at ESPN Central Texas. Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. It's on to Kansas City in the Big 12 tournament beginning on Thursday. Follow the Bears through March Madness here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to The Naked Truck. It's time to answer more listener questions. Today's note comes from Josh, and Josh writes, Dear Pickup Outfitters, can you please help me with my wife? I bought a new truck, which I love, and I love to show it off on Saturdays when we take the kids to the soccer games. But here's the problem. My wife keeps nagging me to put a cover on that truck bed. She calls it naked, accuses me of embarrassing her in front of all the children and other moms. But I don't want to cut into my hunting budget and spend too much on a bed cover. What can I do? Dear Josh, we have your solution. Pickup Outfitters has slashed prices on bed covers. Folding covers are now $100 off. Retractable covers are now at least $150 off. Some covers are up to $500 or 20% off. And it will keep your hunting gear safe and secure. Next trip to the soccer fields, take a detour down Lake Erie Drive and pull into Pickup Outfitters. Check us out on the web at createacommotion.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254-710-888. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. It's been three years since COVID-19 changed life around the world. If there's one thing we've learned during that time, it's that Central Texans are tough. Waco Family Medicine is here to remind you that COVID-19 can be more dangerous when you're unprotected. A safe, effective, and free way to stay tough against COVID is with vaccinations and boosters. Visit WacoFamilyMedicine.org slash vaccine for info about the safety of vaccines and a list of places to get yours in Central Texas. When it comes to COVID-19, a little poke can lead to a lot of protection. 
Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre, state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They're now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians and welders. They offer great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location at 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. From the first workout to the last practice, sports is an incredible and rewarding challenge. Hi, everyone. This is Dan Ingham with the First National Bank of Central Texas, and we're proud to support each athlete, every parent, and our educators. From families, small businesses, to the biggest industry, we're here to help. With remarkable products like mortgage lending, we've got banking ideas that fuel big dreams. The First National Bank of Central Texas, familiar faces making local decisions. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor men in the regular season on a loss with Iowa State 73 to 58. Bears now get ready for the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City versus Iowa State Thursday at 11:30 a.m. Baylor women also end on a loss against West Virginia 63 to 52. Baylor women will also face Iowa State in the Big 12 tournament Friday night. Phoenix Suns beat the Mavericks 130 to 126 yesterday. Mavs host Utah tomorrow night. Texas Tech has suspended men's basketball coach Mark Adams for what the school is calling inappropriate, unacceptable, and racially insensitive comment. UMHB basketball with a buzzer beater three by Josea Johnson gave the crew a 72-70 win over East Texas Baptist State. The crew advanced to the Sweet 16 in the D3 tournament and will face Christopher Newport University Friday at 7.30. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Pleased to be joined by David Lacey, president of Community Bank and Trust in Waco. And uh, David, we were both uh, honored. And uh, the other night, Baylor Line Foundation, what a cool event that was. Always go to that and or have started going to it. But, man, to be recognized and then to get to see you up there with the uh, uh, Distinguished Alumni Award, that was so cool. And to get to hear some of your stories. And I got to thinking this morning, I'm like, I wonder if I could get a hold of David and uh, and get David on the radio because I loved hearing some of those stories. Congratulations, sir, and uh, and welcome to the Matt Mosley Show. Thank you, Matt. I, I appreciate that greatly. Uh, it was a great evening, uh, very honored and very humbled and uh and want to congratulate you and your family on the baylor families award as well uh congratulations to you well i appreciate it i started worrying about some of the jokes i'd written down because everybody was pretty serious and they were saying such wonderful things the mayor was up there and i kind of thought well maybe i should leave some of these jokes on the cutting room floor but uh but it was a fun night and everything food was great uh, and it was great honoring and and to see Coach Taff and Coach Hart. I know Coach Taff meant the world to you, and you've gotten to know him over the years. But I'm I, you're probably like me. I'm still always I feel like a little kid when I'm around him because that's when I used to go to Baylor. You know, Grant Taff football camp, 
and and I go over there to his table, and now the, over the years we've kind of become friends. It's still a weird thing to me that I could you know know Grant Taff as a friend, and uh, but wasn't that cool seeing Coach Taff honored? Yeah, no doubt, and uh, what a great guy, and what a great man, and what a great coach, and and also uh, he made such a difference to Baylor. I mean, <laughs> I remember Bill Beal, and uh, I. Uh, got to know Grant Taft, and and I gotta admit, he he Scott Drew may have created, may have inherited a worse situation, but it wasn't a whole lot worse than uh, than what what Coach Taft inherited. It was a pretty pretty skinny football team, and he took us literally in that first season to being very competitive, and then to the Cotton Bowl a couple of years later. That's amazing. Yeah, I love hearing you talk about the players from Baylor that you loved uh, as a kid growing up and uh, Truel, Elkins' names that ring out in Baylor lore. Um, what was that like, you know, when you were you you were sharing some of your memories um, being a kid, going to those games, you know, your dad taking you to those games. Now, I understand, uh, David, they, every once in a while you would get sent to the, uh, the end zone. <laughs> I was a little vociferous in my yelling, and my dad, my dad appreciated the enthusiasm, but I think the cowbell it was over the top, and uh, he asked me to go to the to the end zone to complete the game. My mother was always supportive of me, though, <laughs> and uh, but I, I I did get banished to the end zone for most of the games, usually around the second quarter. Uh, <laughs> it was a lot of fun back then. All right. And, boy, they, you're connected to so many of these venues over the years. Old Baylor Stadium, which became Floyd Casey. Um, you know, the HOT. Now, what your name, you had to, what was your name for the uh, HOT Coliseum? Was it the, was it the we, Hot we House? Affection, <laughs> we affectionately called it the Hot Box. The hot box. <laughs> Wasn't a whole lot of air conditioning going on in those days, and um, that that was that seemed appropriate. Now you got heavily involved in the Fast Break Club, and you were on the board. I'm sure you served as the president, but when you were even back in 1984 and 85, um, and, and that was a, a great entry point, and you were already serving on boards and all, but I know that that was – an important time, and uh, boy, we all—you know—obviously, Coach Howler was there, and then Coach Iba. But what do yeah. you? Um, th- those stories, like you said, the hot box, HOT Coliseum. The one I-, I love talking to you earlier about some of the things y'all would do to try to, you know, get the crowd fired up, get everybody excited. And now they it, do it, like it. Really goes back <laughs> to Vinnie Johnson days to, in terms of lighting my fire. But man, those were fun games to go to. And so I was literally a year or two out of college, and um, Coach Haller uh, asked me to work on the fast break club, which we did. But we were always thinking, trying to come up with ideas on how to put you know butts in the seats. And uh, it was a problem back then. It's, it, you know, it's nothing new, really. It's, it's the same old stuff. But anyway, we came up with some creative ideas, and one of them was a ladies' free throw shooting contest. And, uh, and only women, uh, I guess it's discriminatory these days, but anyway, only women could, um, 
could participate, but they, if they made it, they'd get two little gift certificates to the Schellenbergers, which was a store in town back in the day. And then if you even if you missed it, you got one gift certificate. So it was kind of fun and and um but literally as time ran out at halftime, I mean, we still had 20, 30 women in line because they were just <laughs> they were there for that gift certificate, you know. That was all they were that's what they were there for. It was fun. A lot of fun and a lot of great memories. You've probably had a few suits from over there. As a Baylor student, I remember, you know, being yeah, now, sent over there you know, to lot, get a tie or something at Schellenberger's. Yeah, a lot of people forget, but it was a, a lady shop in addition. It was primarily a men's shop, but they yeah. they sold la- the ladies' clothes as well, and that was what they were trying to promote with that ladies' free-throw shooting contest. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I bet there were some ringers that showed up, you know, some like high school players that got out oh, there and, and, and <laughs> yeah, probably so. But you know what the heck? I mean, oh, they fun. were going to get they were going to get ten dollars instead of five, so it wasn't that big a deal. David Lacey, president <laughs> of uh, Community Bank and Trust, uh, there in Waco, joining us, and uh, he was awarded the other night the Distinguished Alumni Award and. Man, it was so neat to see people honored and, and everything that went on. Now, what do you remember about, you know, watching Vinny in person? You know, I he, to me, I can barely – I can kind of remember as a kid watching Teagle. I don't have great memories of I, – I think I heard him on the radio. I think I heard Frank Fallon probably talking about Vinny when I was about five years old or something. Were you at the – when he scored 50 against TCU, were you there for that? I've always – Heard yeah, about I that was game? There for that and wow! And for for every for at least a couple of times, this is what was classic Vinny. He'd scored fifty against TCU, but then when Danny Ainge and BYU came to town, they they kind of clamped him down point wise, and all he had was twenty one assists that night. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you couldn't really stop him. You could kind of keep him from scoring, but double and triple teaming him but you couldn't really you couldn't really stop him because if you doubled or tripled teamed him the other the other guys were fixing to get the ball now you played golf at Baylor and and that was a time when the SWC from about 75 79 that was that's about as great as the SWC ever was at golf they were cranking out all these uh all these guys that would go on to star on the PGA tour I mean that fa- talking about that fascinates me because it'd be Fred Couples, Payne Stewart, some of the some of these all time greats. You were out there on these courses, you know, playing yeah. against those those yeah. guys. Uh, you you yeah. Matt, I I got beat by some of the best names in golf. And <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't play at that level, but man, it was sure fun being in the same group with them. I know that. It was uh, Payne Stewart and Couples and Dave Ogren. Uh, really, I mean, it was four or five teams worth of great players. Jeff Mitchell was at Tech, and he won a PGA Tour event. I mean, there were there were a lot of them, and they were all good. Uh, I got to play with them. I'm not real sure how many of them I ever beat, but uh, <laughs> I got to play with them, which was a thrill of a lifetime. And now tell me about what y'all had to do along maybe with the tennis team to earn some money for those trips. There may have not been the foundation 
you may have not been raising quite as much money back then. So the, the players had to go out and, and earn some money so that y'all could do all these things. And yeah. I was kind of amazed to find out what y'all were required to do. And I assume this was the Sunday after football games. Yeah, it was the Sunday after football games. And I guess, first of all, I probably needed to be studying. Uh, secondly, I was missing the Cowboy game. But then the reality is I wasn't playing golf either. And they made us clean out the football stadium. It was uh, a little bit of a humbling experience, but it was Baylor football. And then there weren't any of these things called excellence funds. Uh, those did not exist back there. And so... uh they would pay us for some pretty, uh, pretty, pretty, you know, plain and Jane type things, and the money got really just transferred from Baylor to the Baylor golf team fund, and that's how we, that's how we traveled to the tournaments. Was uh, the money that was in the account due to our cleaning out the football stadium on Sundays. <laughs> A little humbling. <laughs> these were not no-show <laughs> jobs, right? Like you see some. Oh, these, no. You actually had to show up for these kind of jobs. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, they, they believe me. When you cut that class, when you cut that class, they knew it. <laughs> now you played uh, on the on the. You were talking about the golf team. I was interested because Gene Shields is who I remember, and I, I was fortunate enough to get to know him. And he came on at the end of your time. But the coach, coach previous to him, you were telling me about John Ariaga. Yeah, yeah, Johnny Ariaga, my freshman, uh, sophomore, and junior years at Baylor, uh, was not only my golf coach. He ended up being a very, very, very close friend. And uh, I hope there's some people out there that still remember him. He was an assistant uh, pro at Ridgewood for many years after playing on the PGA Tour. And um, he was a he was a great golfer. He could beat all of us left-handed. But the bottom line is, he was our coach, and it was fun to be there. Man, to be around somebody that had been out there with all those stories and that. Now, did you have dreams of at that point trying to play on tour, or was going against <laughs> some of those people we talked about pretty humbling and let you know maybe that you wasn't going to be part of your future? I sure hope there has never been a college student athlete that didn't have aspirations to going on to the big stage at some point in time. So, yeah, I mean, I had them, but they got drubbed down one day at uh, Morris Williams in Austin, Texas, when it was kind of drizzling rain. And I really played pretty good that day. I shot a 69 at Morris Williams, and I came in and I told Coach Ariaga, I said, hey, Johnny, what's leading today? And he says, oh, Lacey, you've never asked that question before. You must be, you must have played good. And I said, yeah, Coach, I shot 69. I shot 69. He said, that's really good, son. You're only five back. <laughs> and that's when I knew I need to go home and study. And because yeah. this, this golf deal, that, that, that's all I had was a 69. And Ed Fiore that day shot a 64. Ed Fiore? Golly, I met yeah. him one time. I mean, he's about, what, 5'6". Yeah. They called uh, him the grip. <laughs> yeah, he he actually beat Tiger Woods early in in Tiger's career. One of the yeah. very few guys that can ever say that they 
you know, he beat Tiger Woods with Ed Fiore. And he played University of Houston. He was a great golfer. Yeah, and he, that was that Twin Cities tournament. I think in Minneapolis, St. Paul, you know, in, yeah, where that um, happened. I can't remember all of the details, but he beat he beat Tiger uh, coming down the stretch, and there, not too many people could could ever say that. If if people saw a picture of Ed Fiore right now, they would not imagine that he was somebody who beat uh, <laughs> Tiger Woods. <laughs> no, he he wasn't the greatest athlete in the world, but he he could play golf. He also had the ugliest grip in North America, uh, but his, his, the golf grip worked for him, and so good for him. <laughs> it sure beat me like a child, stepchild that day. I know that. Well, are you? Um, have you kind of admired the uh, as Foster Pavilion has started going up? Uh, I mean, it's uh, uh, you've you've been a part of these venues. Your father, your grandfather—they've done so much in Waco. What do you What do you think about all that? Are you excited to be it, in the uh, in the new pavilion? It is unbelievable. And when I see the the thing go up, it's just it's really kind of breathtaking. Because you know that that piece of dirt right there. Uh, the the Brazos River only crosses I-35 at one spot, and uh, we got McLean Stadium on one quadrant and Foster Pavilion on another. It's it's uh, it's kind of it's kind of incredible, really, from my perspective, because we've been trying to develop that corner, that little spot for. I mean, it was going to be the Bush Library, and then it was going to be something else, and so. To see it finally come to fruition is amazing. To be in, to be real honest with you, I don't don't know a better term than that. It's just amazing, and huh. and great. I'm so so happy that it's going to be a first class development. All right, it'll, well, let's it'll, hope <clears throat> it'll spring hotels and all types of other things as well. Well, that'll be that'll be exciting. Let's hope the Bears get rolling, uh, both the men and women, in this Big Twelve tournament. I've always wanted them to win one of those tournaments, you know. And and they've they've got the championship game. You remember back in the eighties? I think yeah. it was two straight years. SMU they played the championship game. A and M won it one year when they were last in the conference with Shelby. I think that would have been Shelby still yeah, coaching them. That's right. And Baylor yeah, got to the championship game they just couldn't finish it off so that would be an awesome thing to win one of these big 12 uh, tournaments those were cool weren't they david the old swc oh, tournaments <laughs> yeah the, the sec tournament was in san antonio and before it was in reunion arena and man there was some good basketball going on i mean when you're talking about flat fast slam and jam and all the like it was uh incredible incredible basketball but this could be the deepest and best tournament ever could be we'll see yeah yeah i think it'll be it'll be good but uh david um really uh really fun to visit with you and have admired you over the years all the things you've done the bankers hall of fame all these things you're a part of and um it was great seeing you honored the other night and I just thought, man, I got to go track him down. And then I got caught up <laughs> taking some pictures and missed you afterwards. But uh, but I, I found you today. Thank you for that, Matt. I appreciate all you do. You have a great show. And thanks for, t- thanks for talking. You bet. There he goes. Uh, David Lacey, president of Community Bank and Trust uh, in Waco. And, uh, boy, his 
father and grandfather. This is, uh, they really did some amazing things in Waco over the years. And I just loved hearing from him the other night and wanted to get him on the show today. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show. Campus Confidential is next. Recently on Game Time. Let's talk some Ranger baseball with Jared Sandler. You're not just relying on one guy and Jacob DeGrom who's injury prone. Four of the five guys you could attach that label to, which hopefully you're not super unlucky and, and deal with the injuries from all four of those guys, in which case I think the depth is huge. And where the Rangers are now, I think it's the most talented rotation that they have ever had heading into a season. I don't think they've ever had this type of talent and this type of depth in their rotation. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Tickets and sponsorships are now available for the 2023 Texas Sports Hall of Fame Induction Banquet presented by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. The class of 2023 includes Robert Brazil, Jose Cruz, Scott Drew, Carlette Guidry-Falkway, Priest Holmes, Adrian Peterson, Cynthia Potter, and Michael Strahan. Meet this year's inductees class on Saturday, April 15th in the base at the Extra Co Event Center in Waco. To purchase tickets, please visit tshof.org or call 254-756-1633. The pain level was over 10. There's days where I just sat and cried and asked the good Lord to take me. And my doctor recommended that I go to Goodfeet and try the arch supports. So I put the arch supports in and took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Dave actually live the life they envision without their feet getting in the way. Since then, I've been doing so many things with my children. I went hiking this last summer with my daughter, something that I never thought was possible because I couldn't walk. There's people out there that made a product that changed people's lives. I am not an actor. I am an individual father and wanted to share his testimony with other people out there about my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. The Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Welcome back to The Naked Truck. I'm your host, Jay. It's time to answer those listener questions, so let's get to the email inbox. Our first letter is from Misty, and Misty writes, Dear Pickup Outfitters, can you please help me with my husband? He bought a new truck, which he loves, but he insists we load the entire family into the truck and go to the soccer games on Saturdays. Here's the problem. He won't cover that bed. We pull up to the soccer fields with a completely naked truck bed in front of all those children. It's just so embarrassing. I sit away from all the other mothers in the stands, but he just won't buy a cover. He says it will cut into his hunting budget. What can I do? Dear Misty, we have your solution. Pickup Outfitters has slashed prices on all bed covers. Folding covers are now $100 off. Retractable covers are now at least $150 off. Some covers are up to 20% off, and it will keep all his hunting gear safe and secure. Next trip to the soccer fields, take him down Lake Here Drive and have him pull into Pickup Outfitters. Check us out on the web at Create a Commotion. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor men end the regular season on a loss with Iowa State 73 to 58. Bears now get ready for the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City versus Iowa State Thursday at 11:30 a.m. Baylor women also end on a loss against West Virginia 63 to 52. Baylor women will also face Iowa State in the Big 12 tournament Friday night. Phoenix Suns beat the Mavericks 130 to 126 yesterday. Mavs host Utah tomorrow night. Texas Tech has suspended men's basketball coach Mark Adams for what the school is calling inappropriate, unacceptable, and racially insensitive comment. UMHB basketball with a buzzer beater three by Josea Johnson gave the crew a 72-70 win over East Texas Baptist State. The crew advanced to the Sweet 16 in the D3 tournament and will face Christopher Newport University Friday at 7.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Audience Campus Confidential. We are going to have, uh, we're going to have what's going to be a busy one tomorrow. Um, there may, there's a chance we'll have Nikki Collin, Scott Drew, and Jerome Tang all tomorrow. All right. Um, we're supposed to have Scott today, and uh, and we may we need to do that tomorrow. So Aaron could be could be what we like to call a busy Tuesday, and uh, we'll we'll save some things because of course I'll be in Kansas City. Thank you, Jim Turner Chevy. Thank you, Jim Turner, for what you do, and um, that is our title sponsor, presenting sponsor for our trip to. Kansas City for the Big 12 tournament. And we'll have, man, can you imagine the the, uh, embarrassment of riches that is uh, to have Jerome Tang, Big 12 Coach of the Year, Scott Drew, who's done everything you can do in the Big 12, um, and then maybe Nikki Collin, who uh, we're hoping has a big run in the Big 12 tournament. So Aaron will somehow... We'll somehow make all that work tomorrow because we need to get everybody uh, involved in that. Now, this is the time of day where we do some campus confidential and we take a look at college football, college basketball, college athletics in general. Aaron, what do you have on your agenda today? Texas Tech has suspended men's basketball coach Mark Adams for what the school is calling an Quote, inappropriate, unacceptable, and racially insensitive comment. According to the school, Adams was encouraging a player to be more receptive to coaching and, quote, referenced Bible verses about workers, teachers, parents, and slaves serving their masters. Adams apologized to the team after he found out the player was upset. A source told ESPN Athletic Director Kirby Hokut was made aware of the incident. He issued Adams a written reprimand, but then made a decision to suspend the coach to conduct a, quote, more thorough inquiry of Adams' interactions with his players let me and tell you, Let me tell you how thorough these things become, Aaron. They become a little more thorough when you've won five conference games. And while it does sound like it was an inappropriate thing, you know, there might be a chance that we, you know, if they were going great guns, no pun intended with the, with the Red Raiders, get your guns up. I... I have to think 
that they might find a way to scold him, but scold him privately. The fact that this has now become public, they've suspended him. And, oh, by the way, don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, from we don't know all the details, but it sounds like a, a crazy thing to deliver to one of your players. And, and I know people say, well, Matt's in the Bible or whatever. Well, that, just because it's in the Bible doesn't mean you have to use it as some kind of um, I mean, you know, some kind of uh, parallel to the how a student athlete is supposed to report to a coach or an elder or, or whatever. I mean, you know, if, if the player is impacted and felt disrespected, then we got to be sensitive to that and understand that. So, um, but Mark Adams has lost a bunch of ball games, so now you're seeing reports surface that. He apparently, and he said it was just he would been, had allergies, didn't mean to do it. But there was a report out there that during a, uh, a back, you know, kind of getting on to a player that he he spat upon the player. Is that, Aaron, does that sound right? And so, I mean, I, and again, that's com- completely inappropriate. Now, again, his excuse is that, Hey, I had some sinuses. I wasn't trying to do that. But as the story goes, when it was pointed out to him or whatever, he he kind of he did not like say, "Oh, sorry, I spit on you." He kind of he kind of went on down the road like almost like you deserve that. You deserve the spit. So, is this a way Tech could fire him for cause? Is he going to end up getting a settlement? I don't know. Has he coached his last basketball game at Texas Tech? You bet he has. You know he has. There's no coming back. I mean, they want him gone, and they now have reasons on top of just all the losing. Aaron, you know, the guy's had a really good career. Part of me just wants to be like, couldn't you just have fired him? You know, waited until the end of the season. But, again, this was a situation that – apparently made one of the players, you know, feel disrespected. And so it maybe it needed to be addressed. I Did it have to become a public suspension? I don't know. I'm just saying, and maybe this is a cynic in me, Aaron, if they were sitting here and if their this record. Was last year. <laughs> yes, yes. They made it a Sweet 16 last year, and I think in that game, got beat by Coach K in Duke. If this was last year, we would probably never hear about this, and he wouldn't be suspended. Okay, and pe- my tech people say, well, you're not being fair to Co- Kirby Hocutt. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they would have suspended him. But it doesn't really it, it, this doesn't really feel like it. So, hate it that it's happening. I kind of like Mark Adams. Still like him. I mean, people make mistakes. Did he use uh, a foolish type of, of of Bible story in making a point. Um, now, that I'm not saying the Bible story is foolish. I'm saying the point, the way he tried to illustrate and back up his point seems extremely foolish. Should he lose his career over it? Probably not. Is he getting fired because he lost a ton of ball games? Yes. Now, Aaron, I'll just say, a guy that used to coach out there in Lubbock and is a great friend of this show and a great friend of mine, and a great friend of the Baylor basketball program, 
Grant McCaslin has to be considered for that job if it's open. All right, I, I think I think he would be one of the first people I would think of. I think K-State had some interest in him, and they ended up ultimately hiring Jerome Tang. I think SMU had tremendous interest in him, and he stayed at UNT, and UNT's awesome. I mean, he's done an incredible job. Aaron, did you see the UNT net ranking? Uh, I don't know if you uh, saw this over the weekend. They Net ranking helps with this and that. It's part of the metrics that sort of maybe looked at by the NCAA tournament committee as they rank all these things and put the teams in place. Aaron, number 39 in the country, number 39 net. It's not easy to do when you play in a conference like Conference USA that doesn't get a ton of respect. In fact, other than UNT, there's only, there's one really good team in there, uh, and it's this year at least FAU. Now, I think UAB and some others are pretty good, but FAU is really, really good. But uh, anyway, I just thought I would add some of that insight into the fact that we're all huge Grant McCaslin fans, and I bet that's who Tech. I bet that's who Tech goes after. But you know what? I I kind of hope he stays at UNT because he loves it there. He's got family there, so I would not be trying to get him to go to Tech. I'm just saying I think Tech would be smart to go after Grant and offer him a lot of money and bring him out to Lubbock, a place he won like a national title at a JUCO out in Midland, and then he and then he was an assistant coach at Tech. So he's got the West Texas background, and I don't think he's scared to recruit anywhere. Um, And I think he would be open to that. All right, Aaron, our 5 o'clock hour has freed up a little bit, so (laughs) feel free to let your hair down, so to speak, and and continue on. I feel like that's some kind of shot you're taking at me, but I'll just just roll past it. You can take it any way you want, but I didn't really mean it like that. No, I know. Uh, The – the Big 12 Men's Basketball Awards, as voted by the league's head coaches, were released today, and three Baylor men's basketball players were honored. Adam Flagler was a unanimous All-Big 12 first team. L.J. Cryer made the third team, and Keontae George was named the Big 12 Freshman of the Year and second team All-Big 12. All right, I, I thought they should have had... How can they not have a comeback player of the year? Like, shouldn't they have just come up with something for for Chama Chachua, Aaron? Don't you think? I mean, my gosh, he's just made the most amazing recovery ever. He's returned to the Bears. He's already become a, a huge part of the team and playing a lot of minutes. I think I would have found a way to honor Everyday John. Um, I All those picks are fine. Um I, you might have made an argument for Keontae on the first team, but I think Flagler's the right choice. Been there for years, great leader on the for the Bears. Keontae's a great player. I think freshman of the year is appropriate. Aaron, um, also on the first team, I think, and feel free to mention some of these, uh, Jalen Wilson. Did Mike Miles end up on the second team with after all those games he missed? Um Mikey Miles at TCU. I think he did. I was just trying to think who all was on that team. Um, Mike Miles, I think, ended up on the second team. On the third team, 
that really good player from Iowa State. Uh, I don't have all this in front of me, but Coucher, really good player, ends up on that. And I think, man, and then the all-defensive team. Now, Bears did not put anybody on that one, but that one interests me. Aaron, did you see that one? Dewan Harris, I think, was named Defensive Player of the Year um, for from Kansas. So yes. you may, uh, yeah. Walk me through a few more of those conference-wide accolades, Aaron. The first team, I wanted to hear the entire first team, and then and then like the uh, the Big Twelve, you know, MVP or whatever, Player of the Year. Yes, the. Uh... Dewan Harris was the Defensive Player of the Year. K.J. Adams, most improved. Yes. Uh, K-State's Keontae Johnson was Newcomer of the Year. Keontae George, Freshman of the Year. Texas, Serge Jabari Rice was the Sixth Man of the Year. And Jerome Tang was the Coach of the Year. And I am looking to try to see. I think the player, it had to be Jalen. Jalen Wilson, yeah. yeah. He was he was the player of the year, and he was joined on the first team by Adam Flagler, uh, uh, Johnson from K-State, Marquise Noel, and Texas's Marcus Carr. I could have made an argument for either Keontae Johnson or Marquise Noel up against Jalen Wilson, but I've got no problem with it being Wilson. I really don't. I... I, I do think, Aaron, if you look around the conference, if you took, like, Kansas would still have a puncher's chance if Jalen, like, some of those games, Jalen Wilson would score four points and they would still go on the road and win some of those games. The biggest thing, Aaron, that was weird to me this year is that this is a year Kansas, in my mind, was ripe for not winning the conference. And so you do have to hand it to Bill Self. <clears throat> Pretty amazing job. Because at one point, they lost three conference games in a row. And I think they lost four out of five. And they didn't look right. You remember they came to Baylor? That might have been the third game in a row they had lost in conference. And they had gotten just crushed at home by TCU. This is not a Kansas team. Now, everybody seems to think they're – the reason I don't dismiss – I know a lot of Baylor fans are thinking this Baylor team's not going to go very far. And I understand why you think that. But the reason I think you shouldn't give up is for what we're talking about. I don't think there's a power team in the the nation. I mean, Alabama just got beat by A&M. A&M's pretty good this year, but they're not great. Gonzaga's not their usual. They're, they've gotten beat even in that horrible conference they're in. Aaron, I mean, like, who – I guess Kansas is going to be considered I, – I, and, and, of course, the team that's near and dear to your heart, Houston. But, of course, Houston barely beat. They had a beautiful last-second shot to beat Memphis yesterday. I mean, I, I think I could make an argument that Houston is the best team in this country. But I wouldn't necessarily, if Baylor was going up against Houston on a neutral court, I wouldn't think, oh, my gosh, we don't have a chance. And, and, and even though you have family members, Aaron, associated with that program, I don't think you would either. I mean, they're great. I like Jamal Shedd a lot. I like, I like Sasser. 
I mean, they got a couple guys on that team that I'm like, who are these dudes? They got some six, seven swing guy that can flat out fill it up, and they got one guy here that's, uh, you know who I'm talking about? He shoots it lefty. He's a lefty, and he and he looks tall and thin, and he just sits out there and shoots threes. And he looks like an incredible athlete, but he just he you just don't usually see the great lefty three-point shooter, but Houston has one. Houston has that guy. So, anyway, Aaron, who am I missing of those teams? Uh, who are, who like, truly would you be scared of in the tournament of those, like, number one and number two seeds? Kansas, Houston. I'm not going to list Alabama. I'm just not. I don't think they're that great. Who am I missing? UCLA. Arizona, UCLA. Yeah, UCLA for sure. But I don't know if UCLA, this is not well, I'm not even I'm not even sure this UCLA team is anywhere near as good as uh, uh, as that UCLA team that that you know played in the final four when Baylor was in the final four. Because that team had Johnny Juzang. Oh gosh, Aaron, now I'm having to think. Who's that one guy that's still on the team? That he was on that team. You know, they got one really – oh, they had Tiger. They had Tiger with that cool hair. You know, he's still their point guard. Tiger spelled T-Y-G-E-R. And I'm going blank on the other guy. Anyway, who else, Aaron? Who are we missing? UCLA, Houston, Kansas. I mean, I can't – I have a hard time putting – Purdue, Marquette. Yeah, yeah, Purdue for sure. Marquette beat the living daylights out of our Bears on a on a and that was not a neutral court, but that wasn't an NBA arena in Milwaukee, and they ran the Bears off the court. Now over the years, um, Scott dominated Shaka, so I I don't know I don't know on all this. Um, it, it's really I think this thing is wide open, so the Bears could get hot. Thing you can't do. You've got to shore up this interior defense. I mean, Iowa State, I, I, I've never, Aaron, have you ever seen anybody just, uh, I mean, it's been a few years. I'm not saying it hadn't happened in the past, but just annihilated us down low. I mean, it's just like boom, 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 ball was moving, dunk, dunk, dunk. I mean, it was dunk city, and and, and one, of those, one of those guys never played, Aaron. They put some... Like a six ten or six eleven dude out there, and I swear he he went like five games without playing for Iowa State, and he was it was like Dunk City on us. All right, sounds like I'm perturbed with the team. I'm really not. And and the silver lining in all this, Aaron, who do you think's going to show up angry at eleven thirty Thursday morning? The better men. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And Aaron, I, they can't lose that game because we're. <laughs> We got all these people sending us out there, you know, to do to do these games. Now we'll have the Baylor women. We'll still have the Baylor women. And Aaron, who will that first game be? Probably their first game is on Thursday, also, and no. that will be that evening, Friday. Friday night, I guess. So I, Iowa State. Iowa State. Okay, so Friday night. I'll be able to, well, we got to figure that out. If Baylor wins, have you studied that bracket yet, Aaron? If Baylor, I, I'm, I'm going on this trip. I should have been studying this bracket. If Baylor wins the 11-30 game, 
uh, against Iowa State, when would they play on Friday? Like 6 o'clock or the 8.30 game? I think it's a 6 o'clock game. I'll look at the bracket. I'll look at the bracket, and we'll provide that information. All right, Aaron, we, uh, we got a lot to get to in the 5 o'clock hour, and we're going to start with something Aaron brought up. This Mark Adams story is weird, and I, I, I think it has several layers, and we need to discuss it. And we'll let you we'll let you guys weigh in as well. Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Red Raiders, fire him, or do you let him come back? Do you give him a reprieve here, Aaron? I'm kind of surprised we haven't heard a message this afternoon that he's gone. Honestly, all right. Um, all of that coming up next from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K two 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 DC Waco, K two six five DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Follow the Baylor Bears throughout the Phillips sixty six Big Twelve Tournament on ESPN Central Texas. It's a Baylor Big Twelve basketball tournament preview show presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni this Wednesday night at six o'clock live from Kansas City on ESPN Central Texas. Join the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Matt Mosley Wednesday. Six as they take a look at both the Baylor women and the Baylor men in the Big 12 basketball tournament in Kansas City. Our preview show is presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. Join John and Matt Wednesday at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for your money in a cup of joe on Apple and Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. Crawfish for Casa 2023 is fast approaching. Crawfish for Casa is a community-wide crawfish bowl that showcases music from the 80s hot cover band, The Spasmatics. There will be a silent auction. All the crawfish you can eat are chicken gumbo, all the beverages you can drink, and all the dancing you can physically handle. All proceeds go towards strengthening and supporting abused and neglected children in our community. It promises to be a night you won't soon forget. Purchase your tickets now at casaforeverychild.org. Crawfish for Casa, March 31st at the Base Extraco Event Center. Attention Central Texas barbecue lovers, we have great news for you. Elberg Barbecue is now open seven days a week. 
Their handcrafted meats, sandwiches, sides, and desserts are now available from 11 till 3 Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, till 7 Wednesday and Thursday, until 8 Friday and Saturday. And don't forget, Hellberg Barbecue can cater your next event. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6 in Waco, at hellbergbarbecue.com and on Facebook. It's been three years since COVID-19 changed life around the world. If there's one thing we've learned during that time, it's that Central Texans are tough. Waco Family Medicine is here to remind you that COVID-19 can be more dangerous when you're unprotected. A safe, effective, and free way to stay tough against COVID is with vaccinations and boosters. Visit wacofamilymedicine.org slash vaccine for info about the safety of vaccines and a list of places to get yours in Central Texas. When it comes to COVID-19, a little poke can lead to a lot of protection. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Maya Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. All right, Matt Mosley, welcome to the 5 o'clock hour. Uh, we've had a busy, busy day, and uh, that was fun earlier. David Lacey, fourth-generation bank president in uh, Waco. And uh, he's over um, at, uh, you know, president of uh, Community Bank and Trust in Waco. We love our bankers. I mean, my gosh, his great friends, the Nesbits, Bill Nesbitt, Joe Nesbitt. I mean, it just goes right on down the line at Central National Bank, our uh, presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show. In fact, when I was talking to David earlier, I reminded David, I said, you know, CNB is our uh, – our main bank, you know, our uh, presenting sponsor. But the great th- the great thing about bankers and even car dealers in the area, they all kind of like each other and pull for each other. And they'll compete, and they want this guy and that person and that woman. They want these big money people at their banks. But at the same time, they really, over the years, have worked together like crazy. And they serve on the same, uh, you know, all these organizations. And uh, so that was fun, having uh, David Lacey on and uh, – uh, I also getting, uh, um, it, it, you know, just really fun to uh, to be thinking about going to this Big Twelve tournament and um, in Kansas City. And my buddy Craig Cherry, one of the top uh, attorneys in uh, the Greater Waco area, really all across the state of Texas, he's joined forces with one of my best friends from my childhood. Scott James, and they've got a big announcement to make. And so they're going to be part of our Big 12 uh, coverage. But uh, it's uh, so two of the lawyers in this new uh, firm that's merging just happen to be great friends of mine. Uh, Craig, from my time, uh, our time at Baylor Law School together. And then Scott James, from the time that I was probably, well, let's see, I met him when I was four years old. Because that's when he came into the world. He's about four years behind me uh, in school. Probably three years, actually. So we've known each other all our lives. But it's just great. Love it. Love knowing and uh, having such great friends. And they're going to all be a part of our coverage of the Big 12 tournament. And, uh, again, thanks to Baylor Line Foundation, the, uh, the 
the you know lunch or the uh, dinner the other night. Uh, it was the Hall of Fame award ceremony that they do on an annual basis in March, and it was just it was just to see Coach Taft, to see Coach Hart. Robert Griffin III was honored. Kevin Reynolds was honored as a distinguished alum, and uh, he was off, like, making a movie or something, and actually it had had uh, a bout with COVID. But he sent in a uh, – and that's Dr. Reynolds' uh, son. And then uh, David Lacey, who we had on earlier, received one of those awards, and the Mosley family. In fact, the Hendricks Mosley family. My great-grandfather passed the whole Baylor thing down, and it continues, by the way, this coming fall – with my nephew, John Andrew, and I should say publicly, Aaron, Jane Wilson, one of our listeners, heard me talk so much about my family. She was the one who kind of spearheaded turning in whatever it is you do to uh, win one of these awards. And she said, Matt, you should do it. And I said, Jane, can you help me with that? And she said, yeah, send me a couple more uh, items about your family. I probably sent her two or three lines, and she did the rest. And then they were kind enough, the committee that votes on these kinds of things, to vote for us. And over the years, man, there have been families that go in with like 150 members of their family have gone to Baylor. I guess if I, if I had to guess, I bet we've had, I don't know, 30 to 45 members of our family. That may be high. I don't know. But it's pretty cool. So, anyway, just uh, just wanted to thank everybody involved. Alan Holt, the executive uh, director of that group. And uh, it's just great. Our alumni uh, groups, we really uh, we admire so much. In fact, uh, John Morris and I, the, uh, the Office of Baylor Alumni, is going to have us at a big event uh, on Wednesday night from Kansas City. So, Aaron, I don't know if I can pull this off. I'll be doing the show from four to six, and then I'll just I'll just do four hours of radio. We'll go straight into a special show for the Office of Baylor Alumni that John Morris and I will will uh, do. And uh, Aaron, I hope you get to be a part of that as well. I hope you just stay right on well, I'll be shift. Here. Oh, good, good. All right, Aaron, will you help me through that? Since I have, you know, I. Since you're going to have to carry John for two hours. Well, no, John will carry me. No, no, I know. Yeah, I just mean like my logistics at all. It's going to be a little interesting. Oh, yeah, that's right. Leaning on you. Yeah, so I'll be doing all kinds of stuff. But, John, um, I think the the world would fall apart if I had to set anything up. Um, But John is a radio pro, and so he'll have a lot of the things ready to roll there. And then at this cool event. In fact, if you're in Kansas City, there's probably a way you could purchase some tickets to uh, to be with us at this really special event. Uh, if you're listening to this right now, going to Kansas City, I'll I'll find out some more details and tell you how to crash this little party. And I think it's going to be really neat. And you know who always shows up, Aaron, at these great Baylor events? The first gent and uh, and President Livingstone. And uh, and sometimes I try to get her to, to come on with us, and so that's always fun. They're just they're great people. I saw them the other night. In fact, she was honored, uh, and I was honored to be in her presence as always. All right, Aaron, this Mark Adams story, and we'll get back on point here in a minute. Um, but out at Texas Tech, he's still, I guess, right now, Aaron, he's still listed officially as suspended. I keep kind of looking to make sure nothing's happened on that. 
Mark Adams has a twin brother that passed away a couple of years ago. Kind of an interesting story. But um, this is ridiculous. This is the most ridiculous story I've ever seen. Jeremy Schapp from ESPN, Aaron, and I, I'll send this along to you, and you may have already seen this. The He went on, uh, the Pete Thamel, who we know from with ESPN, went on that kind of outside the lines or whatever Jeremy Schapp does. Listen to this headline, Aaron. This is from three hours ago on ESPN. With Texas Tech men's basketball coach Mark Adams suspended, Pete Thamel and I discussed the possibility of Chris Beard could return to Lubbock. Beard was fired by the University of Texas in January after a domestic violence arrest. The charge was later dropped. I can't, I can't make this stuff up. Um, this is another. This is a story written by Star Telegram. This headline says the run of bad luck, bad hires that Texas Tech has run into for more than a decade continues with Mark Adams, who looks to all be fired. Well, first of all, Aaron, you can say a lot of things about Chris Beard, but that wasn't a bad hire. I mean, that was a great hire. But to circle back around and and do that, uh, I I I'm just to th- to even mention on a major show like what Jeremy Schapp has, this really reeks of just like what what um, what what Mark Cuban calls headline porn. And ah, what a weird, weird thing to even be promoting. Could could Chris Beard end up back in Lubbock? Now, Aaron, I'll put it to the text line, though, since it's already out there being discussed now. Would Tech fans be okay with that? Have they learned to hate him? I mean, it galvanized the Tech crowd showing up at games, taking over the old Irwin Center. I mean, they they hated the man. They flipped him off. They... They said all the horrible stuff to him. That was the whole thing. I mean, they couldn't stand it. It was it was part of the reason I hated that he that um, well, I hated everything that happened at University of Texas. But I hated that he wasn't coaching there anymore because the Texas Tech Texas thing had become extremely interesting and fun. The hatred that the Tech people had for um, for University of Texas and Chris Beard. Aaron, do you see any scenario? Where tech, first of all, how do you how do you run Mark Adams off for telling for doing a weird like Bible analogy, and then hold your nose and bring back Chris Beard just because the charges were dropped didn't mean he didn't do something. Now I know he's going to coach again. I know he's going to coach somewhere. But boy, if Kirby Hocutt tried to bring him back in there to Lubbock. That's a lot, man. That that to me, there's almost no way that you could do that. I mean, that would to me that would make tech look really, really bad. Now people could disagree. If you're a tech fan and you would love to have Chris Beard back as your head coach now that the charges have been dropped, let us hear from you. 254-662-1660. Won't you text us? All right? Pull over, by the way. I do not like the whole texting and driving. Have I ever done it myself? Sure I have. Do I try not to do it? Yes. Am I trying to teach my daughter not to do it? Yes, I am. Um, And um, but so don't do I don't like encouraging as you're driving home from work. Don't hit me. If you are going to text us, pull over to do that. In fact, sometimes it makes me leery of the text line 
because of that. But uh, it's the CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. As a tech fan slash graduate out there, we got a bunch of tech people that listen to us. Would you be okay with it? Would you like to see Beard back? The safer, better hire, in my opinion, would be Grant McCaslin from the University of North Texas. Am I biased? Absolutely. He was one of my fraternity brothers at Baylor, and he is a great, great guy and a great friend. In fact, he spoke at my uh, fraternity alumni dinner last year. Aaron, guess who's speaking this year? None other than Baylor Offensive Coordinator Jeff Grimes is going to speak at my uh, fraternity event. And um, I think (laughs) Jeff... He had wanted some more details, Aaron, and so I, I started giving him a lot. You know, sometimes I text stuff, and then later I'm like, should I have done that? And I was giving him all kinds of ideas, and then it dawned on me. I'm like, well, I mean, Jeff Grimes is a pretty accomplished dude. I don't think he needs a lot of guidelines from Mosley, like on what he should speak about. But you know, Aaron, I was just kind of, hey, it's the day. We're going to have this uh, on the day of the, uh, of the uh, spring game. And that's that has been announced officially, right, Aaron? I think we put that out there. April twenty second, April twenty second is when the spring game is going to take place. That had, um, yeah, that's out there. All right, man, it's going to be fun. Aaron, did you happen to notice, by the way? And and uh, keep me updated, Aaron. We can come back and talk a little bit more about this Mark Adams thing. I do want to hear what our tech listeners. You don't have to be a tech listener, even if you're a Baylor fan or Texas fan. What do you think? Should Chris Beard have an opportunity uh, to come right back and be at Tech or anywhere else for that matter? Um, That seems very weird to even be discussing the whole Texas Tech thing. In fact, Aaron, at the break, I'm going to listen to this ESPN commentary and see how far they took it with Mark Adams. Now, a uh, primer for tomorrow Ah, uh, the great Jerome Tang on with us. Uh, looks like Scott Drew will be on with us. It also looks like hope Nikki Collin or somebody from her staff will likely be on with us. So it is a busy, busy, busy day tomorrow. And then I'll be getting on a plane and heading out to Kansas City at the same time. Now, the Baylor team is going to head out there. I think tomorrow afternoon they'll get on into town. They're talking about the Baylor men and um, and then the uh, ESPN Central Texas people, me, John Morris, will be heading on out. I'm heading out Wednesday. I don't know about John's travel plans. I'm heading out early Wednesday morning. All right, Aaron, I'm saying this like people might show up at the airport to see us off. Do you think? I think they should do that, Aaron. Like some of our listeners should should show up maybe to wish me well on my tournament coverage. Thank you, Jim Turner. Thank you, Jim Turner Chevy. Thank you for what you do. All right, it's the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. One thing I haven't we haven't talked about yet today was a big move the Dallas Cowboys made uh, in regards to running back Tony Pollard. This has a lot of ripple effects to it. We discuss next. For over 20 years, Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac has built a reputation as people you can count on for automotive sales and service. Off Highway 6 at the Imperial Drive exit in Waco. 
Your ESPN Central Texas forecast brought to you by Richard Carr. Sunny and warm the rest of the afternoon. Tonight, clear skies with a low near 58. Tomorrow, another gorgeous day. Sunny with a high near 85. Currently 87 at ESPN Central Texas. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up a busy weekend in Baylor Athletics, including men's and women's basketball, wrapping up regular season play, now headed to the Big 12 tournaments. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. During Ram Truck Month, shop the greatest selection of new inventory in Central Texas at Allen Samuels. Ram trucks have all the quality for work or play. With impressive towing capabilities, heavy-duty payload capacity, smooth ride, and a luxury feel interior design. If you're looking for a truck that can do it all, come see the possibilities of a Ram truck. And if we don't have exactly what you want in stock, we can help you build the custom car, truck, SUV, or van of your dreams. Shop Allen Samuels, DCJ.com, or come in to see us today at Allen Samuels in Waco. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. It was a rough day Saturday in the Farrell Center. Baylor men's basketball dropped a 73-58 decision to Iowa State to end the regular season. The Bears finish as the number four seed headed into the Big 12 tournament this week in Kansas City. Good news on Sunday. Senior guard Adam Flagler named first team all Big 12. LJ Cryer made the third team. And Keontae George, the Big 12's freshman of the year. Later in the day on Saturday, Baylor women's basketball dropped a 63-52 decision to West Virginia to end the regular season. They will now head into Big 12 tournament play as the number six seed and a matchup with Iowa State on Friday at Municipal Auditorium in Kansas City. Here is Baylor women's coach Nikki Collin. Well, I mean, we just we have to do just that. You know, we got to turn the page and. Um, unfortunately for our fans, and I, I, I feel bad that this is how we finished out the fourth quarter. I feel bad for our seniors, um, you know, but, but we tend to play better on the road. So hopefully, you know, what we've been traveling with all season, we take on the road with us. Um, because when you look around, I know, I know the SEC and the Big, the, the big Ten had um, their top four seed in the semis. Um, but I also know that there were a lot of upsets in those first couple of rounds. Uh, when you look at um, – the Pac-12 tournament. You got three versus six in the championship game tomorrow. So it's the time of year where uh, records go out the window, um, seeds go out the window. It's just who you're matched up with. Um, you know, we play Iowa State first. We were one and one against them, and you know, one of them was obviously an overtime game here. And so you know, it's 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 a challenging first round game, but um, it's another opportunity to play a top 25 team. And and believe me, it's a road game. Nikki Collin and the Bears opening Big 12 tournament play Friday at 7.30 against third seed Iowa State. 
Also from the weekend, Baylor Equestrian drops a 12-7 decision to TCU. Baylor Baseball splits a four-game series with Youngstown State. Softball goes 3-1 on the weekend, including a stirring 2-1 eight-inning victory over A&M to finish the tournament on Sunday. And men's tennis splits a pair of matches against Arizona State and Furman on Sunday. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. The pain level was over 10. There's days where I just sat and cried and asked the good Lord to take me. And my doctor recommended that I go to Goodfeet and try the arch supports. So I put the arch supports in and took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Dave actually live the life they envision without their feet getting in the way. Since then, I've been doing so many things with my children. I went hiking this last summer with my daughter, something that I never thought was possible because I couldn't walk. There's people out there that made a product that changed people's lives. I am not an actor. I am an individual father and wanted to share his testimony with other people out there about my good feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet Store. The Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Christie's Burgers in Bellmead is locally owned and operated. With the best taste in old-fashioned burgers on a toasted bun, your taste buds will not go unsatisfied. Don't forget about their delicious chili dog or their tater tots with melted cheese. Christie's has that hometown feeling and friendly service that warms your hearts and not just your tummies. Open Monday through Saturday at 1045 a.m. Call in your order for pickup or dine in. Christie's Burgers in Bellmead. Stop by and get your burger today. In Cummins Bank wants you to be the first to know about our newest rewards checking account, Mars Rewards. Mars Rewards goes beyond any other debit card-based rewards program by giving you exponential earning potential. We even reward you when your referred friends open a Mars Rewards account and use their debit card. Open your Mars Reward checking account, use your debit card, and get paid. Visit InCommonsBank.com Mars to view complete account requirements and open your free Mars Rewards checking account today. In Cummins Bank, member FDIC. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters with a public service announcement and a warning to be vigilant. As you know, for over six years, we've been fighting to end truck nudity in Central Texas, a noble cause you think everyone would be on board with, right? Wrong. So we will get phone calls with people saying, we don't agree with your cause, and you should take those offensive ads off the air. We have even had negative reviews strictly because we've taken our fight to the airwaves enlisting good citizens like you. It only proves one thing. 
communism is alive in America. The battle is real, people, and we need your help, but we're not asking you to do it alone. That's why we've slashed prices on all solid bed covers at Pickup Outfitters. Folding covers are now $100 off. Retractable covers are now at least $150 off. Some covers are up to $500 and 20% off. Stay sharp, my friends. Keep Texas free and don't drive a naked truck. Get more details on the Pickup Outfitters website, createacommotion.com. Are you paying more than you need to for your car? Have you considered a refinance to save money? Refinancing can get you a lower interest rate and as a result, decrease your monthly car payment, freeing up cash for other financial obligations. Learn about refinancing today at Genco. Then save even more by skipping your payments for the first 60 days, only from Genco Federal Credit Union. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union, Genco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Baylor men end the regular season on a loss with Iowa State 73 to 58. Bears now get ready for the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City versus Iowa State Thursday at 11:30 a.m. Baylor women also end on a loss against West Virginia 63 to 52. Baylor women will also face Iowa State in the Big 12 tournament Friday night. Phoenix Suns beat the Mavericks 130 to 126 yesterday. Mavs host Utah tomorrow night. Texas Tech has suspended men's basketball coach Mark Adams for what the school is calling inappropriate, unacceptable, and racially insensitive comment. UMHB basketball with a buzzer beater three by Josiah Johnson gave the crew a 72-70 win over East Texas Baptist State. The crew advanced to the Sweet 16 in the D3 tournament and will face Christopher Newport University Friday at 7.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Central Texas, and we've had a uh, we've had a busy day, and I did want to uh, earlier today. I was talking about uh, well something I was so um, exciting uh, that happened Saturday, and that was La Vega getting it done and winning a state title. Um. Coach Marcus Willis of the Lady Pirates was on game time this morning. Very entertaining. A lot of energy. And uh, he, uh, we may play a little bit of that tomorrow. Uh, it was uh, um, just really fun. Defeated the uh, Sunnyvale Lady Raiders 46-38. Got off to a big lead. Lady Raiders fought back. And then La Vega, La Vega did its thing. All right, their record, they finished with a record of 38-5. and five. This was a six-state uh, tournament appearance, six-state tournament appearance. And this is the second uh, girls' basketball state championship trophy. The 2014 squad pulled that off as well. And I just, um, I'm just so happy for La Vega, and I, I tell you, I... I love listening to Ward White's. I listened to the Friday call against Glen Rose. That was a nip and tuck affair. They came back, got a big win at the end, and um, um, they they got this thing done. 
and Ward had a Ward very uh, exciting time. Uh, Aaron, can we hear Ward's call again? Man, I love that, and uh, I just I, I just feel like uh, we need to let our folks that that may not have heard the ending of this game. This was on uh, our our star one hundred four nine, and we had both the semifinal on Friday and then the state title game on Saturday, and our own uh, Ward White's courtside to call it. Uh, let's let's give it a listen. Off the iron, no good, and the La Vega Lady Pirates are your 2022, 2023 4A state champions. Your final score from the Alamo Dome, La Vega 46 and Sunnyvale 38. You know, Aaron, I may, that may be my new ringtone. I just want to listen to that for a little while. We've been, I mean, just so much fun to uh, to watch all this. And, Aaron, there's just, I mean, it, it just really um, is uh, just an incredible story. And La Vega, uh, I, you know, I, I've re- uh, par, to call her, key par. I, I, I love the what she brought. She had 23 points in that semifinal game over Glenn Rose. Uh, in the championship game, sophomore forward Angela Carroll stepped up big. Scored 11 points with seven of those coming in the second half. And Sunnyvale made it a three-point game at one point, and it were hit, they were hitting some threes. Neither team was shooting particularly well in this game, although La Vega did jump out to a great start and had an 11-0 lead. But Sunnyvale uh, had an um, unbelievable player named Micah Russell, and the combination of Jaden Eigelhart uh, and... Uh, and Andrea Johnson put the clamps, put the clamps on. And, uh, and I, I like seeing uh, some of these pictures are great. Oh, that's Rod over at Waco Trib. Rod does a great job. He's been doing this for a long time. Wonderful photos of that. And then a good story by Chad Conine down there in uh, San Antonio doing his thing. Uh, in fact, I should have had, uh, uh, we had some changes today. Should have had Chad on. Uh, may still do it, but uh, we're we're really so proud of La Vega. Now we've been talking about Mark Adams, Texas Tech. He's suspended. That's led everybody to start speculating. Oh, I wonder if they would hire Chris Beard back, which I thought was laughable. I don't think there's any way they can do that. But that's um, it was being talked about on ESPN. Earl and Jeremy Shap are very serious people. I mean, these are guys that love putting on a suit and tie and, and, and not smiling. And, and yet there they are speculating about Beard going back to Lubbock. And I put it out there on the CNC Collision Center text line, wondering if our Texas Tech listeners would be okay with Beard coming back or if they still kind of couldn't stand the guy and would rather go hire an up-and-coming young coach like uh, Grant McCaslin. Grant's about a little bit younger than us, Aaron, so I like calling him young. He's about he's a similar age. But Aaron, I, I think we we heard from a, a few people on the text line. Give me that one you were you were you were telling me about um, from the uh, from the two five four. The thought on whether Chris Beard should have an opportunity to return to Lubbock. Yeah, and I think this will probably be the most popular sentiment from the two five four. They said. 
No beard back in Lubbock. He lied to the administration and donors when he left. No trust remains. I'm a tech grad and supporter. Okay. Let me tell you what I think. Aaron, I think if we opened a poll up, and we feel free to flood us with uh, your thoughts, Red Raiders, I think it'd be about 50-50. He was so good, and they almost won a national title. They played in the title game against Virginia. I I, I kind of think... I kind of think that uh, it's about 50-50. And I, I'm, I'm getting people on my Twitter as well trying to see what some of our people are saying because I, I put a tweet out and, and people are getting involved in that. Uh, Chuck Roberts, who's a Kansas State fan, responds, I can't imagine anyone hiring Beard this soon. Well, Chuck, it's going to happen. And it may not be Texas Tech, but it is going to happen. And uh, I, I think, I definitely think that's going uh, to happen. Now, big Cowboys news today I wanted to share with you. Tony Pollard, uh, Cowboys uh, uh, franchise tag uh, on him. That gives them now, he can't hit free agency, and they'll have until July 15th to try to get a long-term deal done. If not, He'll play this season for roughly, Aaron, the number I saw, I think $10 million. $10 million. All right. Now, when you compare it to a quarterback that's going to make all these quarterbacks now, the, the elite ones and even some of the not-so-elite ones are making in the $40 million a year range. So while $10 million, you know, we, most of us would all jump at that, it's, it's doable. I, it's hard to imagine Zeke being back. If one of the backs is making $10 million, Zeke is set to make something similar next year, it's not going to happen. It's just, it's just not going to happen. And, and would Zeke be willing to take a big pay cut? I don't know. Maybe. They have cut people like DeMarcus Ware. I mean, even going back to Emmett Smith. I mean, at the end of his career, they cut him. Guess what they did to, to uh, Troy Aikman? Yeah, at the very end, I mean, I think he had, you know, obviously a huge retirement. But I think, by all, as far as I remember, I think it was they had to cut him. So I mean, these things happen. They do have to move on from people. So I, I think they would like to bring back Zeke. I just don't. It's hard to imagine it. Um, listen to what Ed Werder tweeted about two hours ago, who uh, does the Doomsday podcast with me. He said, among the fifty-one running backs. With at least 100 touches last season, Pollard averaged the fourth highest yards per touch. That's 5.9 yards in the NFL, while Zeke had the lowest mark among the group. This is per uh, ESPN stats and information. All right, and um, I am, uh, this is really interesting uh, seeing all this, um, some of this, some of this information that's going around. Um, also, uh, the Derek Carr signing—that um, was big news today. Um, Mickey Loomis from the Saints being quoted saying, "We're excited to welcome Derek Carr to the New Orleans Saints. Derek's experience, leadership, and skill set will be an asset to our offense." 
And I, I, I think it will be a good fit. Aaron, I'm still getting used to hearing news like that and not think, you know, and, and, and not thinking about Sean Payton. I, I mean, that's still my first thought is, oh, what will that be like with Sean Payton? Well, of course, he's not. That's not the deal. He's been out of there for a year, and now he's in Denver. Um, Dennis Allen is the coach there. Dennis Allen went on to say, in addition to his talent, I admired his approach to the game, work ethic, and commitment to get better every day in what were the formative stages of his career. From afar, and when we played him as an opponent, I saw Derek's development into one of the most productive quarterbacks in the NFL. Derek is an outstanding addition to the New Orleans Saints, and I can't wait to get working with him and the rest of our team this offseason. There it is. As Derek Carr makes his uh, reunion uh, with with uh, Dennis Allen, and they were together with the Raiders at one point, so keep that in mind. All right, lots of interesting stuff out there. couple more items to share with you as we say goodnight. We do it next in the Dismount. Recently on the John Moore Show. Pat Nunley, our guest. It was February 20th, 1979. Aaron, quite simply, it was the game in which Vinnie Johnson and Pat Nunley combined to score 62 in a big win over the Horn Frogs. Pat, what, what, when you think back on that historic game, what do you remember? Well, I remember Vinny getting 50. <laughs> John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports, and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. The Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next Next private event, call 254-710-8080. 
Are you looking for an air conditioning and heating company that is family-owned and operated and offers honest and fair pricing? Haddock's Heating and Air specializes in residential installation, service, and new construction for homeowners throughout Central Texas. They service all makes and models and offer free estimates. Check out their five-star ratings and Google reviews. Haddock's Heating and Air, 254-301-5373 and on Facebook. Member Better Business Bureau, licensed TACLB 10627-1E. Get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment today, like Kubota BX and L-Series compact tractors, part of our tractor lineup rated number one in durability and owner experience, Z-Series mowers and Sidekick utility vehicles. Stop by your local Kubota dealer today. Bring home select L-Series equipment for zero down, 0% APR for up to 72 months, plus save up to $800 now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Baylor men in the regular season on a loss with Iowa State 73 to 58. Bears now get ready for the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City versus Iowa State Thursday at 11:30 a.m. Baylor women also end on a loss against West Virginia 63 to 52. Baylor women will also face Iowa State in the Big 12 tournament Friday night. Phoenix Suns beat the Mavericks 130 to 126 yesterday. Mavs host Utah tomorrow night. Texas Tech has suspended men's basketball coach Mark. Adams for what the school is calling inappropriate, unacceptable, and racially insensitive comment. UMHB basketball with a buzzer beater three by Josiah Johnson gave the crew a 72-70 win over East Texas Baptist State. The crew advanced to the Sweet 16 in the D3 tournament and will face Christopher Newport University Friday at 7.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is the Matt Mosley Show. Getting ready to uh, head to uh, Kansas City for the Big 12 tournament, and that'll be fun. Uh, tomorrow's a power pack show. Try to have uh, Scott Drew on before he gets on a plane to go to Kansas City. Uh, Jerome Tang is set for the Big 12 Coach of the Year, is set for 5 o'clock tomorrow. And uh, then we'll probably have a member of the uh, the Baylor women's staff. We'll, uh, we'll check on that, and uh, that would be a lot of fun. And the uh, Dariana uh, Little Page Bugs, by the way, uh, Big 12 Women's Freshman of the Year, women's basketball, first time... Um, both recipients of the award have come from Baylor. Wow. Talking about Keontae George, obviously, and Dariana Littlepage-Bugs. Last time that happened was Trey Young and Shayna Pellington from Oklahoma in 2018. That nugget um, that nugget provided by Curtis Quillen. And real quickly, uh, Texas Tech announces that Corey Williams will serve as interim coach following the suspension of Mark Adams. Red Raiders, that, that was just uh, announced a few minutes ago. Red Raiders play West Virginia in the first round of the Big 12 tournament on Wednesday. And so that'll be really interesting as uh, Mark Adams has been suspended. And um, say, the, uh, say that one, Aaron, on the air if you don't mind. 
first Sarah team. Andrews was named first team Big 12 by the coaches voting. Got it. Got it. All right. Good. Sarah Andrews, Baylor guard on that all-conference team, first team. All right. Everybody have a great evening, and we will see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock straight up. Good night, everybody. It's time for today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround, exclusively on ESPN Central Texas. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Here again is John Morris.